Подача Остин! Все-таки Hello and welcome to another episode of the Southampton Delivery Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Southampton Football Club and all the SFC fans. Whether this is your first time listening or you frequent the podcast, thank you for joining and supporting the show. If you've not done so and you're interested, you can subscribe to the feed in iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're having trouble finding it, please let me know and I will do my best to help you out. If you enjoy the show and you've been listening for a while, please consider leaving a rating and a review on iTunes. It really helps others find out about the show. And additionally, you can follow us on Twitter at SFCDELL underscore IVERY. That's at SFC Del Ivory. And you can like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash SFC Delivery. That's at facebook.com forward slash SFC Del Ivery. There is no underscore in the Facebook address. And by doing that, uh, you can get in contact with me. You can give me feedback. You can give me suggestions. Uh, you can just say hi. But that's enough about that stuff. Let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. This week I spoke with Bastin Orlana who runs the Saints Chile accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And Bastian and I had to speak uh, on two separate occasions. Uh, Bastian lives down in Chile. He lives about two hours from Santiago, from the capital. And he's been a Saints supporter for a few years. And, and basically what we wanted to do is, since there isn't really any news going on with the club right now, Virgil van Dijk is still at the club, as is Claude Puel. And Bastian and I just just spoke about kind of what it's like to support Southampton from Chile, what he, what his journey's been like, uh, what his experience is, because I think that is something that is important for us. We have fans that are truly all over uh, the world. Uh, I mean, I'm in California right now. I'm in Utah, but generally I'm in California. Bastian is down in, in Chile where there are Saints accounts from Mexico, from Argentina, from Nigeria, from South Africa, from Australia, from Dubai. I mean, these people are everywhere. And I think part of their story, it makes it a part of the club story. And that is part of the reason that I do this is I want to connect with as many fans as possible and kind of share in that. So if you're interested in that, then stick around for this episode and some more episodes like this over the summer. If you're not, uh, we will bring you news every once in a while. You just have to read the description, I guess, to decide if you want to listen. So just give me kind of a heads up as to what's going to happen this week. Bastian and I, we spoke over two separate days. Uh, we spoke uh, once last week, Tuesday or Wednesday, and we spoke again on Friday evening. And now I'm sitting here in my hotel room in Utah uh, doing this on, on Monday night slash Tuesday morning. Um, it's hot. It's dry. I'm away for work, and it is it is kind of hectic. I haven't been able to keep up with the news as much as I want. Um, generally, even when I'm at, at work, I can check Twitter all the time. But what, with what I'm doing right now, cell phones have to be off and really not even in the room. And, you know, you get a 15 minute break and then it's trying to call home, talk to the kids, do all this. And then I'm getting these notifications that Van Dyke is going to Liverpool. And then I have other other notifications that say, why is Van Dyke going to Liverpool for this much money if he can't even get into the England squad ahead of John Stones? Because some idiot thinks that just because he plays in England, he is has to be English. And, and so thank you to those of you who responded to my plea that I can't sift through this in, in five minutes. Please help me. And I got several tweets back that just kind of gave me the, the rundown that Van Dyke's still a saint, as is Claude Puel. That's really what I need to know right now. And, you know, I'll figure the rest out 
kind of later tonight, hopefully, or possibly uh, in the next few days after I get off. But I'm halfway through my journey here in Utah. I'll be home on Saturday. Looking forward to, to doing that. What we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and play part one of my conversation with Bastion. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Saints underscore Chile. That's at Saints underscore C-H-I-L-E. And Bastion posts all kinds of news. Some of it is in English. Some of it is not. And um, I, I really was proud of, of Bastion for doing this. He he took it upon himself to kind of create this account and and run with it and do the things that he does. And he was a little bit nervous about coming on the show um, because English is not his first language. But I I think as a teacher, I can't express to you how much I think it how much courage it takes for him to get on here. And, and be willing to kind of share his, his voice and his opinion uh, with everybody. And so I, you know, he apologized a bunch of times and I told him, you know, please, please don't. Uh, I, I think he did a great job and I think you will find that, that he does a great job. So um, Bastion, if you're listening, hopefully you're listening to your own episode, but you know, thank you for, for doing this. I, I really do appreciate it. It takes a lot of courage for you to do that. So uh, if you haven't given him a follow at Saints Chili, go ahead and do that. And the links to the Facebook and Instagram accounts are also in the show notes so we can get to that there. So let's go ahead and play part one uh, of our conversation. And we talk about the squad. We talk about the team. We talk about the season. We talk about all the kind of normal stuff. And we also talk about uh, his story from uh, supporting in, in Chile. And then we'll take a short break in between to cut between interview one and two. And then we'll get to interview number two as well. So hope you enjoy the show. And uh, here's part one of my interview with Bastin Orlana. Bastion, first off, I'd just like to welcome you to the show and thank you for, for doing this. I appreciate it. If you wouldn't mind, just tell me a little bit about who you are and, uh, and where you're from and all that stuff. I'm a student. I have 17 years old. I'm a huge Saints fan since four years. Where do you live? In Concepcion from Chile. What part, of, what part of Chile is that? In the middle to the coast. Okay, on the coast. Is it nice there then right now? It's just a little bit cold now, outside. Oh, because it's winter, right? Yeah. Oh, see, I'm I'm enjoying summer, and I live on the coast in California, so I'm enjoying it a lot. And um, about how far are you from, from the capital city? Well, this is the second biggest uh, city of Chile, so it's like uh, two hours between Concepcion and Santiago. Do you guys have your own kind of professional team that's there? Ah, yes, we have a lot. In Concepcion, we have the uh, University of Concepcion, uh, Huachipato, and Fernandez Vial, who are the three biggest. Which one's the best one? Best one for me in all the country is Colo Colo. I've heard of them. Once again, I just appreciate you doing this. And, and can you just tell me, how how did you become a Southampton fan? Like, Well, it began because I always liked the Premier League. Um, since 2014, I, I have in definitely a, a team who supports, you know. So um, I'm just investigating the, the history, the players, the, about the Premier League team. I like the Saints and his stories. The, the church is, was very beautiful also. That's one of the things I, I like. Have you guys always been able to watch the Premier League in, in Chile, or is that something that's relatively new? Uh, I am some friends. We also we always w- uh, watch the the games on Saturday. 
how do you spend mo- how do you watch most of the games? Do you watch them at home or do you have to go somewhere else? No, in, in my home. And so you, can you guys watch them all and do they come on and Well, I had two friends who live near me and one on Santiago who always talk uh, about the Saints, the games of use there are the most uh, nearly people. Have you ever made the trip over to England to St. Mary's or no? No. I, I didn't go to England yet, but I, I want to to someday. Me too. Me too. When you get over there, obviously you're going to try to go to a home match, right, at St. Mary's. Yeah, like what away, what away team would you want to go see and play against? First, I'm going to London and watch some, some games about uh, Chelsea Arsenal and then trip to Southampton and buy a lot of things. All right. Um, so kind of beginning on, you, you, you have the Southampton Chile Twitter handle, correct? Yeah. What made you start? What made you start that? Well, we have uh, three accounts. The first one uh, was on Facebook. I created that on um, summer of 2014. I mean, of our summer. That says January. Okay. And then I created the three months later. I created the Twitter one. And finally, that one year ago, I created Instagram. I'm just and now I'm just posting it on Twitter. Facebook like use the important things, you know. I mean, in yeah. Twitter I post all the things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand. And you still post on the Instagram account, correct? Yes, I I post stories, Instagram stories. Like while you're watching the games and stuff. Yes, something like this. Okay. Yep. So like when you I first started watching back in 2014, was that under? Mauricio Pochettino, or was that the year after? Yeah, well, was the 2014. Right. I supported the Saints like all the game, all the games. Before the 2014, I know the team, but I, I it was like in my country didn't um, watch the game. I mean, it wasn't on on the TV. Just the biggest team. Oh, okay. So it was more complicated to. To know another teams, like the top six. Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it is. That's how it was in, in where I live as well in the United States. Um, Twenty fourteen, all of a sudden, it became more um, accessible. Everybody could watch it, and so that's really when a lot of people started branching out. And you you find all these people supporting the smaller teams now, rather than just Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool, and Manchester United. You know. Um, now Mauricio Pochettino's he's from Argentina, right? Yep. Did that make it easier to like him in Southampton, or did it make it harder? Is there a rivalry between Chile and Argentina? I mean, the last couple, the the Copa America and all that stuff? I went to Argentina last year, that two years. So, but they are, I use, uh, are excellent people. I They are always smile. Uh, I like them. I didn't have a, a record against them. Okay. Now, and, and the big rivalry in, in South America is between Argentina and Brazil, right? That They don't, they don't get along as well, as much? Uh, yes. Uh, for Chile, it's against Peru. It's mean the uh, Clásico of the Pacifico. Okay, that's what, that's what it's called? Well, Pacific Classic. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I don't know. I, I have some other questions about the, uh, the national team, but we'll come back to that. Um, about Southampton, you know, you've been watching since 2014. Um, you have the Facebook and the Twitter account and the Instagram account. Um, but coming into this season, kind of how did you feel now that this season's over? How did you feel about the season that we just had? Well, it was a very endless for us. I mean, for the injuries we had in the in the season, um, the hard schedules we had, we play on on weekend primarily and when Thursday were Europa League. Uh-huh. So it was so difficult to this, and also we lost uh, important players like Sadio Mane, Juan Young. Yeah, and so, I don't know, and now that you're looking back at it, do you feel like we we were fairly successful, or do you think we should have done a little bit better? Well, I think Paul is, isn't about about coach. He just have a bad look, um, because he, the, and the start of the season, we play very well with the diamond in the midfield. But we cannot uh, score a lot of goals, and then with the, we lost Virgil Van Dijk and Charlie Austin, we were like so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So are you are you okay with the coach then? Because there's a lot of people saying that he should go and that he's gonna go and all that stuff. But what do you what do you think about him? Well, I I never liked him <laughs> since he become the Saints manager. Um, I'm still in the right direction. Also, it's just have to give him more time to the team because if we can uh, we can improve with another coach, but the will we begin uh, again? It will be another uh, season and start since the the zero. Yeah. Now, looking at the team. What was your kind of favorite part of of the season? Looking back on it, um, the midfield and the defense—it was amazing this season. One of the best for first for Oriol Romeo. He was a machine in the midfield, mm-hmm. like over um, Virgil Van Dijk, uh, and then the the duo Yochida and Stefan was incredible. Uh, right back and left back, left back were so so well. Yeah, Bertrand and Cedric both worked very very hard, but I was really impressed with with Cedric or sorry with Stevens and Yoshida playing together because I when we lost Van Dyke and, and Font went to West Ham, I was really really worried about us kind of falling apart, you know, and, and starting to concede a lot of goals. But but we didn't. They they, they all they all played really really well. L- looking back at Southampton, what parts of the team? You know, do we need to improve over the summer? And the forwards. Um, I would like to buy a an, uh, winger, a uh, right winger, because we have uh, two left winger, uh, Sofian Bolfal and Redmond. Mm-hmm. Bolfal this season was like awful. Also, he he haven't played a lot, so using the Reds' third minute uh, was a little. Injuries, mm-hmm. and another one. If we lost Van Dyke, we must to buy a, a centre back, like Ruben Semedo or 
Sako, I believe he, he was linked with Southampton. Yeah, would you be okay with with Sako coming to play at Southampton, or do you, or or no? Well, I I like him. He's very well. All right. Who do you think is gonna is gonna leave this summer? Do you think Van Dyke is going to to go elsewhere, or do you think he's gonna stick stick around, or is there anybody else that you think is gonna leave? Well, I I hope that we can stay with Van Dyke. Um, the president said that if we sold him, we'll be a higher safer, like 60 pounds uh, or more. Yeah. Um, but I think can be leave uh, Chai Long and Jair Rodriguez. They was most likely to go Yeah. this summer. All right. And they aren't very, very well this season. No, no, you're right. Is there... Anybody that you think we should bring in to 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 fill in the forwards for that if they're going to leave, is there a guy you have in mind that should come? I would like Oxlade Chamberlain. He will be a good option for us to play in the right wing. Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, I came to to replace Dusan Tadic. Okay. Would be amazing if we can sing uh, Gilfer Sigurdsson from Swansea City. Yeah. I mean, we will be in the top. Now, do you think Buffal can play in that spot in the center, or do you think he needs to play on the wing? Buffal is Lil play uh, like a Dusantadi position um, to create football. Um, we can try to put him in the center attack because play uh, Redmond and Buffal together, they are they aren't uh, complete uh, a good match. Okay. All right, so we talked a little bit about the manager, about who we think might leave and who could come in. Um, but you were, a while ago, we're going to kind of go back to your Southampton Chile uh, Twitter timeline. You were sending out some, some Southampton Chile awards. Is that correct? Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about those and, and how, how those were uh, chosen and, and kind of who won some of those? Well, it was like a summary of the season. Um, I created the... Uh, questioned on the um, Saint Chile community and decide who who must to to win that that award like the best player of the season, the best singing, the best moment or or match of the season, uh, and finally put out or in it was like a, a more than seventy percent who want he live. More than seventy percent want him gone. <laughs> Do you think that's that's fair to him after he got us, you know, to a cup final and, and to eighth place, or do you think that's? It was a different game. The cup and Premier League was. I think we played different with another team, and and almost all the players were more exciting to to hit the final. Um, mm-hmm. It was a different different thing. And do you think that's what people are unhappy with? Not, I think he was just a bad season. Okay. Um, that's it. All right. All right. So who else, who won some of the other awards? What? Who won the, the, the best player award? Best player was Oriol Romeo with uh, 60%. And he he won against Nathan Redmond, Van Dyke, and the other one was uh, Ryan Bertrand. What, what were some of the other awards and who, and who won or, or what event or game won those? The best scene was Manolo Gabellini. Then the the player who was uh, the 
the worst season. It was it was two players, Sofian Bofal and Chenlan. They were they was the the worst. The worst. Did did, yes, like, did Dusan Tadic get any votes for that? <laughs> I like people uh, vote for Sofian Bofal because he was. And poor season and haven't played so much. Chai mm-hmm. um, Long, well, that's almost obviously he he lost a lot of goals in front of the keeper. Yeah, yeah, he just could not score. It didn't matter what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had you done anything like that before, or was that something that you decided to do this year? The send out the awards. Well, it was. Last year I want to to do it, but I don't know. I I, I don't. And this year I I have a time um, and see all the games of the season, and so I I want to do it. Um, show the people uh, how was our season. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good. All right. Well, I I had some people send in some some questions. Uh, about about that that you know they 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 wonder and and for me this is this is interesting for me because I I am you know I live outside the United States or I live in the United States I live outside the UK so I am am a recently new kind of convert and it's I think it's interesting for some of these people who live there it's interesting for me to find out how you became a fan and all that stuff so uh, I reached out to some people and wanted to see why they you know what they thought about all of us. Um, so we kind of answered some of these already, but Daniel, who is at Daniel WBM88 on Twitter, says, of all the clubs, why put yourself through the roller coaster heartache of being a Saints fan? The Saints are the reason I'm gray. So why, of all the teams, what made you choose Southampton? Why would you do that to yourself? Why I choose Southampton to support? You know? Well, I think it was for the church, the story, the players, the they have and the Saints graduate too. The young players, he almost focused on the young player, and it's something that I like. So that was the best thing to support this team. Okay. And almost um, in the future would would be a top six teams in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. So it was like you know we weren't going for the super top team, but there's a chance that we could be there at some point, right? And that was part one of my interview with Bastian Orellana. If you haven't given him a follow on Twitter, you can do so at Saints underscore Chile. We'll take this moment to remind you about the We Are Southampton page on Instagram. For match day edits, polls, competitions, and more, be sure to check out We Are Southampton on Instagram. Matt, who runs the page, has been a guest on the show. He's a huge supporter of the show. He did the logo for the show. And if you didn't see it on Twitter, one of his edits that he did of Oro Romeo was actually picked up by him and retweeted by Romeo. So uh, be sure to check it out. Romeo really liked it. I think you will too. So that's, once again, We Are Southampton on Instagram, match day edits, polls, competitions, and much, much more. Be sure to check out We Are Southampton on Instagram. And now back to part two of my interview with at Saints underscore Chile account holder, Bastian Orellana. So Bastian and I are back. Uh, we, this is part two of the interview. So, so here we go. And Bastian, thanks again for coming on on the show and and making time to do it again. Well, we left off last time. We were just going to talk about kind of what the Premier League support is like in Chile. And so, 
Um, we've talked that there are a few Southampton fans in Chile, uh, and you have a few friends who do it, but what, where do most fans, is there a team that one or more fans or a lot of fans kind of support? In the Chile, the first one is Arsenal. They have a lot of accounts and also they meet in and watch the games. Then could be Manchester United for his history. Um, have a, also a lot of accounts. Um, well, they they sing, they buy his shirts. Then could be uh, Chelsea because he's a really good team with Mourinho and the champions. They like more supporters. So I think there are the three tops. Those three, and those are—I mean—that's pretty standard. I think most places you go, right? You have mm-hmm. you have uh, people like the big teams. Arsenal's a big team. United's a huge team, um, and I think the past uh, few years, Chelsea's really become uh, mm-hmm. a, a lot a lot stronger. Now, do you have people who watch the Premier League that are maybe now starting to choose some of the smaller teams just because you guys can watch them a little bit more? Well, there are another account that is from Swansea City. They also have a, a small people who watch the. The Swansea. Okay. Um, the other one could be Watson. I see people with with the Watson chair in the street. So it was well. There are Watson fans in Chile. So West Ham. It's nice too. That seems ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, our our coaching tactics this year were. Uh, I don't know. I w- I would say they're a bit maybe a little bit too slow and and maybe a little bit too defensive or cautious. What do, you, what do you think about how the coach kind of had us play this year? Well, all coaches are different, but we always keep the, the faith on, on the defensive. Um, after that, we we must to score more goals for the next season. That's something we I want and we want. I think, I mean, we all want that, right? Like, we have so, to score more goals because we... You take a couple of players from Tottenham and they've scored more goals than all the Saints squad, you know, uh, and you do it for a couple other teams and that, that, that can happen, you know, especially because if you look at the defense we had that played outstanding this year, I mean, imagine if Jack Stevens and Mayo Shida didn't play the way they did, we would have been, you know, way, way further down the table because we weren't scoring. And part of it, I think, is, is the way maybe we were set up. But I mean, OK, here's a question for you. Uh, think back okay. to Mauricio Pochettino and how he had us play. And then think back to Ronald Koeman and then now Puel. Which of those three is your favorite? My favorite, I think, was Ronald Koeman. He was super at science and bring us a very strong player like Saimane, um, also Van Dijk. We always played so so good with him, and the second place will be Mauricio Pochettino. He began as manager in Southampton, and then he will go to Tottenham, and now he's uh, very well manager, one of the best of the league. And that brings us to Puel in last place out of three. <laughs> <laughs> if it was up to you. If you had the choice to either say you get to stay here and, and work another year or you can bring in another coach and we'll just hypothetically, you can bring in any coach you want that's, that's, you know, available. Would you keep him or would you, you'd bring in somebody else? Well, first it, it will depend. 
because if we bring very strong, um, very good players, very new players, he will be keep at times. But if we don't, so he will he will gone. <laughs> now, are there any coaches that you would like that you really really like out there that you would maybe want to see? Really, really no, but. I've heard about Thomas Puchel, ex Borussia Dortmund manager. Yeah, yeah. He will be a, a really good. Uh, also, in the ex Celta de Vigo one. His okay. name he he coach and also in Chile and Chilean team. Okay. He is very well, but I don't know if his English is going to be well. Okay. Um, it will be so difficult next season the coach yeah i think it, i think he i think he will stay and i kind of went back and forth this year i was really kind of stand not standing up for him but i really was like you know he needs more time he needs more time and, and then towards the yeah. end of the year i kind of said look like if the fans are that unhappy with how it's all going then maybe you don't stay around even though like it doesn't mean you're a bad coach it doesn't mean you're a bad person but if the fans are that unhappy, then we don't want to get into a situation where we have, you know, banners and, and, you know, like do all the arsenal stuff. Cause we don't need that, you know, but if he stays, I think I got to get behind him and, and do that. But I think sometimes I think just a different style of play would be, would be great. But maybe if you, he, he gets to bring in his own players, uh, this summer, maybe, maybe he makes it all better, you know? Yes. I hope that me too. Me too. Um, you mentioned the Chilean team, and I, and I kind of got a question for you. If you could pick a player from the Chilean national team, and you could yes. put him on Southampton, only one, who would it be? Yes. Well, I was thinking about it. Um, Alexis Sanchez and Arturo Vidal would be impossible, <laughs> but ones who will be very well for us could be Charles Arangis. You know who is him? I've heard the name, but I, I don't know too much about him. He plays for Borussia Bayer Leverkusen, sorry. Okay. He plays in the midfields, and he's a complete midfield. Have a lot have pace, uh, pa- pacing, drilling. He's defensive. He's attack. It's very well. He could be adapted to the Saints tactic. And if, if you were, so think about our starting lineup. Who would he play with, or what position? What whose position would he kind of take in our in our in our midfield? Would he be a Rame replacement, or would he be like a, a further forward kind of Tadic replacement, or who who where would he come in? He will play like uh, Steven Davis, okay. replacing. Would okay. be a really nice team. Also yeah. play with Oriol Romeo and James Ward Prowse in the middle. Could be a really complete uh, midfield for us. You mentioned Sanchez and Vidal, and I, you know those are the two that everybody that everybody knows. Everybody in America knows them. So, do you think that so many Chileans like Arsenal because of Sanchez, or did they like them before that? Well, there are. Uh, well, it's like 50-50. Okay. After after Ch- Sanchez, the, the Chilean supporters was increased uh, more accounts, but before there was more for. Tyrion Re or Fabrias, like those players. Okay. Um, but by the way, the, the Arsenal fans always was the top. Okay. All right. 
Do you ever watch the national team play? Do you ever watch the Chilean team play? Yes, I always watch the, the games. Also, I have the same question for you of your country. Which player you would like to pick up and come to the Saints? Oh, which American player? Um, well, I'm going to be honest. Like A lot of the guys that are, that are on our national team, hmm? I wouldn't this is where it's hard because I don't want to be rude, you know, and say that they're not that good, but it's, I'm not sure they could cut it. You have guys like Michael Bradley and Josie Altador who have gone over and played in the premier league and not, and had to come back, you know, mm-hmm. um, on the senior team, I think there's only Jeff Cameron who plays for Stoke who actually, you know, starts regularly in the premier league. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what do you think about Jetly, the five back? He's very fast. Oh, yeah, DeAndre Yedlin. I do like him. I do like him. But I think, see, but I'm thinking about where they would fit, you know, like who who would be a good fit. And I, I think maybe Fabian Johnson or maybe Christian Pulisic. Pulisic. Because he's so young and he's so, yes. you know, and he he's can. talent. Yeah. So I think, I think that I would like probably him just because he's young and he's, he is, he's got a bright future. And I'd like to see him blossom, but I don't, I mean, he's at such a big team, you know, <laughs> he's probably not coming over, <laughs> but that's not to discount any of the guys on the, on the U S team, you know, they're, they're doing what they do. And that's, that's great. I just, some of them have tried to make it in the premier league and haven't. And if I want to make the team better, I got to pick somebody who will make them better, make us better. So, and do, what about your, your family? Does your family support Southampton? What my, my father likes them. The Saints. Okay. It's also the, the church. is he's, he's very beautiful. Okay. Um, then my models, you know, like football and not have some idea about that. <laughs> Use la- watch the national teams. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. Hmm. It's a start. All right. Well, you feel better and I will talk to you soon. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye. And that is it for my interviews with at Saints Chile. Once again, I'd like to thank Bastion for coming on. Neither of those interviews were recorded with me at home in the studio. I've been on the road this week, and part one of the interview was recorded at my office at school. And so everything is a little bit different, so I hope the sound quality was okay. As far as as far as Bastion goes, he got a little sick between interview one and two, so he was battling a cold, but he I really do appreciate him stepping up and, and doing that and taking it upon himself to... Uh, to, to push himself to, to, to do that. I can't, once again, I can't say how much I just appreciate him doing that and how much courage I think it takes to, to come on and, and do this. And I always appreciate my guests and I wouldn't do this show without them. I don't want to sit here and talk to myself. That's not why I do this. I do this to connect with people and to talk to people and to help people share their story. And, uh, and that's why we do this. Cause I, I really do think that Southampton football is, is so much more than just what happens on the pitch. Although I love what happens on the pitch usually. Um, and speaking of what usually happens on the pitch, I had the opportunity to see the U S men's national team play for the first time. So if on Saturday night, if your timeline was suddenly full of, um, tweets about the game or pictures of the game or live streams of the game, I, I kind of apologize, but not really. Um, I had, you know, one or two or, or four beers and decided it was a good idea. And I really enjoyed myself. I got to see them. They, I'm, I'm in Utah for work and 
they the, the national team was here kind of gearing up for their World Cup qualifier in Colorado on Thursday, and they played a friendly against Venezuela. I think partially to get used to the altitude before they go play against Trinidad and Tobago in Colorado and then go down to play against Mexico in Mexico City. So if you're uh, one of the listeners from Mexico, I'm not going to tell you good luck, but, you know, um, you know, we can support Saints together, but we don't have to, you know, really be behind each other's national teams because I want the USA to win. But Rio Tinto Stadium, where I got to watch the the men's team play, that is the first place I ever watched a professional match. And so to see uh, my, both my first opportunity to see a match and my first opportunity to see the national team play, uh, I feel like that like Rio Tinto Stadium now has a pretty special place uh, in, in my heart, and I, I can't just I had a great time I can't I can't say anything else uh six of my friends or five of my friends were there we're all enjoying ourselves we all you know we yelled together we all did all that stuff I had to wait a few days between now and then to uh be able to talk because my voice was kind of shot but had a good time and I hope um you know I I think I lost a few followers but I gained a few others so that that's okay too so um anyway I think that pretty much does it for this week's episode like to once again thank Bastia for coming on the show you can find them at Saints underscore Chile. Uh, and the links to the Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter accounts are all in the show notes. So be sure to check that out. If you haven't followed us on on social media, you can do so at SFCDELL underscore IVERY or at Facebook.com forward slash SFCDelivery. That's no underscore in the Facebook address. There's Facebook.com forward slash SFCDELL IVERY. Would love to connect with you. If you're enjoying the show, please, please, please leave a rating and a review on iTunes. It really, really helps out. And I really appreciate it. And I love to read those when they do come in. So that's it. And I hope you enjoy the show. And I look forward to bringing you another episode next week. Uh, And until next time, remember that together, we march on.